0: Today on Locked on Rockies, should the Rockies make another big offseason move? You are
1: Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Rock on Rockies fans and Yankees fans, welcome into a locked on crossover extravaganza between the Locked On Rockies podcast and the Locked On Yankees podcast. You can find all of our podcasts free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. All you got to do, search Locked On Rockies, Locked On Yankees on your favorite service. You'll be taken to where you need to go. And plus, we're on YouTube. You can find us and you can subscribe to those YouTube channels. Hit that little bell so you know when we are live. And without further ado, I'm going to bring on our guest here, Stacey Gatsoulias here, of the Locked On Yankees podcast. Our first ever, I think, official podcast crossover. We talked a bunch behind the scenes, but Aaron Judge is doing big things. I've kind of made the joke a couple of times, but I, I kind of want to dive right into it. I think the Rockies should go out and get Aaron Judge or at least seriously be in the conversation. I, I mean, the the team sets a precedent. They go and get Chris Bryant, arguably one of the biggest names in free agency last year. Hasn't really panned out to much this year. But if the Rockies are willing to go after these names, they need a power bat why not go after the guy that just did 60 home runs? I, I, I'm curious uh, just how what your thoughts are about Aaron Judge heading into uh, the you know the postseason first. But, w- I mean, this is quite the season to have before free agency.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I knew as soon as things didn't work out with the money that he was just going to go off. But I didn't realize he was going to go off this much because it's not just the home runs. He's leading in the Triple Crown as well, batting average. So it's, <laughs> it's just he's really upped his game um I know people were disappointed on Wednesday night when he hit two doubles instead of hitting a home run but yeah I know he's really changed his game and it's unbelievable to see the player that he's become and uh the idea of him hitting in cores (laughs) he'd be hitting like 600
0: foot home runs (laughs) that's what if CJ Krohn can hit one 504 feet yeah. What can Aaron Judge do if he can and, – and so, you know, it's it's kind of pipe dream. It's it's MLB, the show fantasy type of stuff, I, I think, for some people. But when you really boil it down, it makes sense. But, of course, I, I'm curious, and I wanted to bring you on because I, I won't really have any type of clue – how do we even approach what his contract might even be. Uh, You've kind of been around. I'm sure the contract talk has uh, has been, uh, uh, you've heard tons more about it than me. Uh, I'm just curious. I mean, what can we expect judge to, I mean, just ballpark. I'm I'm saying it's gotta be what a five, six year deal, hundreds of millions of dollars in that range. It's gotta be something like that.
1: Yeah. I'm assuming it won't be longer than maybe six or seven because he's, technically on the wrong side of 30 because he turned 30 in April. And, you know, you've never seen a player like him. He's 6'7", 282. You don't know how he's going to break down toward the end of his career. And he plays a very good outfield defense, too. And so combining that with constantly being in the lineup and playing a lot, you know, I don't see anyone giving him anything more than seven years. And money-wise, I mean, it's got to be above 300 million at this point to get him right you know maybe even closer to 330 340 uh, especially after this season (laughs) I would say highest paid player ever
0: right I mean he he should be going if you not only win the MVP but you win a triple crown and you hit 60 plus home runs you have to become the highest paid player I mean just the way with the way the market works is I, I gotta imagine
1: Yeah. And in a year where there isn't a juiced ball, because that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. Um, He's 20 ahead of the next closest guy in home runs right now. And that's just insane to me, because this isn't 1927 when Babe Ruth wasn't playing in the type of competition that Aaron Judge is playing in. And, you know, guys weren't throwing 100 with regularity. And it's just really unbelievable what he's doing this year.
0: Is the, is the thought, the talk right now that you got to, I would assume that judge is back with the Yankees. I mean, they are the team that, that should have the, the, the <laughs> payroll there's, I know other teams are going to be interested, but I just wonder, could you see a team like the Rockies go out and, and be in on this kid? I mean, the Rockies could sit there and cry foul and say, ah, we might not be able to be in on 300 million, but. You just went after Chris Bryant. You just did that. You were willing to do all this. You've spent all this money. You're also a team that lead, that doesn't have an attendance issue. And if you go and get Aaron Judge, I mean, who in their right minds doesn't want? I mean, even me, the a guy that has been the skeptic, a, the, a huge skeptic of the direction of this team. If you were to commit to something like that, that's a huge shift in the, in the direction and the identity of your team.
1: Definitely. Definitely. I I do know that there are odds saying that it's possible the Mets will really go after him because Steve Cohen's just going to open his wallet because he doesn't care how much he spends. Luxury tax. What's who cares about the luxury tax? He's just going to be like Scrooge McDucking, except Mm -hmm. he's not keeping all the money for himself. He's showing everyone his money and being like, here, I'm going to give this all to you. Um, I think it'd be interesting if a team like the Rockies, you know, put it out there and we're like, yeah, we're going to try and get Aaron Judge. I think people would actually like to see something like that instead of seeing the regular suspects going after someone like Aaron Judge.
0: Yeah. And I, I try to I'm trying to factor it. I mean, I just want to say it's like, could the Rockies afford it? And I'm like, mm, I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't necessarily know, but in, it, I mean, you'd be basically doubling what you paid for Chris Bryant, a little less than doubling Chris Bryant, seven years, $182 million. Aaron right. judge is going to get $300 million. I think that is going to be the bottom line for a player like judge, but I mean, especially, but if you're, if you're judge and Chris Bryant just got that as a seven year deal, I mean, that's already going to be your baseline for judge. And uh, our friends at bet online actually have ed, uh, odds, for the next team and the second one on the list. And if this happens, Stacy, I got to tell you, I, I think I might just hang up. The Dodgers are the second on the list. yeah. And I swear, if Aaron Judge ends up on the Dodgers, I'm just going to have to throw my hands up and, and, and just scream, why? Why, oh, why do I have to deal with this team that just gets everybody? And, and I'm curious, kind of, Stacy too, has the Dodgers kind of taken over the Yankees lately? Of the team that just kind of buys everyone, and you mentioned the Mets as well. But yeah. I kind of feel like when I was growing up, it was up oh, the Yankees are going to get them because they are just going to buy everybody. But now it's got to be the Dodgers.
1: Yeah, yeah, they've taken over. Everyone always talks about the Yankees being the evil empire, but they, I think they've given up that moniker for a while now because it's not that Hal isn't spending money. He spent three twenty four on Cole. Um, it's just, they're not allocating the money very well, uh, which is kind of almost his father's MO. Uh, (laughs) and it's odd to see Cashman kind of do some of these blunder moves that they did. You know, the whole IKF, Josh Donaldson, Ben Rortvet deal. And then the twins turn around and like, well, we're going to, that money that we had the Yankees pay for Donaldson's contract. Hey, we're going to get Carlos Correa. (laughs) So I don't know. Um. Yeah, I don't think we're the evil empire anymore. But I do think it's kind of funny that people in New York are ignoring the fact that the Mets... Did go out and kind of buy the team that they have this year. Yeah, like well, I mean, the so Mets are—it's—it's well
0: because... like <laughs> are, it's, it's a team that has the financial luxuries that uh, you know Tampa Bay doesn't have that luxury, uh, you know, over there or, or any of the teams over there. Some of the other teams with some of these odds, uh, the Red Sox at five to one, the Mets are at three to one, and uh, these are odds from uh, Bet Online. The Astros at eleven to two, Rangers seven to one. I—I I mean, I don't—I'm not seeing Judge go to teams like the. I don't think the Astros have the room or the space for someone like judge the the Rockies could clear a complete space for this. And I, and I want to dive further into this uh, here with you, Stacy, and just kind of keep talking hypotheticals and and, and talk a little bit more about postseason. And I think uh, in the live chat here, there is a former uh, Rocky. We do got to talk about too, uh, as well. I think just, just for old time's sake, but uh, folks, if you are in the mindset of I need to feel a little younger you're moving a little bit slower things are kind of you know getting routine mundane and you're looking to bring a little bit more pep in your step remember when winning felt easy that's because when you were younger you were at the peak of your testosterone production what some have called the winner's hormone or the man hormone wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge again and that old swagger back in your step Want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging? Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testafin will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get you better results at the gym, and help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. Nugenics Total T contains man-boosting key ingredients like Testafin It has been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men, and with every product, uh, with uh, while every product professes quality, many other products use genetic ingredients that are often far less than clinical grade. With Nugenics Total T, you get the same clinical potency levels used in the trials, and Nugenics formulation is backed by 10 years of science and research. It's the number one selling testosterone testosterone booster at GNC, and you can get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T when you text MLB to two three one two three one. Text now and get a free bottle of NuGenix. Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text MLB to two three one two three one. Text MLB to two three one two three. Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees is our guest here on the Locked On Rockies. And I'm the guest of Stacey Gotsoulias on the Locked On Yankees podcast, depending on how you want to look at these wonderful crossovers. And in the live chat, uh, we got Elmo Silik says, still hate the fact that DJ went to the Yankees, but glad he's doing well there. And even the Rockies have said it. The big one of the biggest blunders the Rockies have made on top of it was letting DJ LeMayhew go for the same money as Daniel Murphy. I, oh, talk about blood-boiling blunder moves. DJ LeMahieu was so underrated and has continued to be great.
1: I think it's amazing that he, because the question was, he wasn't even on the opening day line, like he wasn't in the opening day lineup in 2019, and then he ended up having his best season ever, and... It was like, where did this guy come from? Mm Because everyone was worried about the whole, he plays in cores. What's he going to be like at Yankee Stadium? And he had the best season of his life in 2019. And then it continued into 2020. And we were like, is this how this guy has been all along? Did we unlock something with him? And then injuries have been a problem lately. Uh, Last year, he had, what did he have last year? I get so confused with all the Yankee injuries (laughs) that I kind of conflate them in my brain. But now he has a toe thing. He's... Supposed to be coming back from it soon, like within the next weekish, because I think he's starting to hit again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he was such a pleasant surprise. He really was. What a great... Pickup by the Yankees. That was a really good choice. But again, he was like they they brought him on to be a utility guy and then he became an MVP candidate. It was just like, what? Like, Because yeah. I knew of DJ LeMayhew. I'm not in a total East Coast bubble,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: I just was not expecting that at all. And I really like him. He's so low-key and just goes out, does his thing. His interviews are the funniest thing ever because he doesn't change the expression on his face. He doesn't ever seem happy even when he is. And I kind of love that about certain baseball players. And yeah, I was really pleasantly surprised with him.
0: He, what the thing that has been missing for the Rockies since they haven't had DJ, he's just, he comes up and you're not expecting uh, always a home run. Like he'll hit the ball out of the yard. He'll hit it to the wall. But what he'll do is he'll throw a single out to right field to get your inning started. He will drive in the runner on second base with two outs in, the, in the bottom of the sixth. When you need a run right there, DJ LeMayhu was so, was such a perfect complimentary piece to Nolan Arenado, Charlie Blackman, and Trevor Story. Just the perfect player to have to fit in there that it just blows my mind that you wanted to, the, the, the Rockies offense in those playoff years didn't struggle because of those players. They struggled because they couldn't find anyone else. Instead, they decided, well, we don't love, you know, DJ, who's also really good at second base. Really, really good at second base. They were worried about first base, and then the Yankees go over, and they just slide him right over, and he just (laughs) plays first base, and the Rockies go, and they deal with, it's, it's Ian Desmond and Daniel Murphy, and it's like, You couldn't have just slid DJ over. You have your top prospects because the whole, there was a big thing, Brendan Ryan McMahon, Brendan Rogers, some of these prospects coming in. Why, what do the Yankees, what do other teams see in these players that the Rockies don't? I'm sure, I I don't know if you have insight, but it's it's just like the Yankees just kind of know, or are a team that just know. And the Rockies (laughs) are a team that was, that wants to trade away everyone or, or doesn't go after the right pieces. And it's incredibly frustrating.
1: Yeah, it's funny because there are certain players that the Yankees have had that happen to them where they either let them go in the Rule 5 draft like Garrett Whitlock or, you know, like something like that. And, you know, then he works out for the Red Sox, although I think he just his season ended with an injury. But, you know, last year he looked really good. And, you know, the Yankees have that issue sometimes, too. But, yeah, it was very surprising to me to see how easily the Rockies let <laughs> usually make you go. And then the Yankees or were Daniel able Murphy. to Murphy. It
0: was like, they just yeah. wanted the, the, the name, I guess of Daniel Murphy. And he comes out to be Ian Desmond and Daniel Murphy were statistically some of the worst players in baseball, their time on the field with the Colorado Rockies. Whereas, DJ LeMay, who goes to New York and is almost an MVP. And if Paul Goldschmidt wasn't in St. Louis, Nolan Arenado would be an MVP or is at least an MVP candidate this year in the national league for the, it's just Trevor's story is now with the Red Sox. John Gray is the Texas Rangers best pitcher. All of the players that were instrumental in getting the Rockies to the playoffs, other than Charlie Blackman aren't right. there and the rotation, but they're all getting better whereas the Rockies are regressing. The Rockies rotation this year all had the arguably statistically their worst season uh as as starters. The Austin Gomber in the the key piece of for the Rockies, one of the key pieces throws out of the bullpen now. He's not even a starter anymore in a key piece of the trade. I just don't know what it is what the Yankees can see or these other teams that the Rockies don't. Yeah.
1: Now how do you feel about the fact that all those guys you named that aren't with the team anymore, but then they go out and sign Chris Bryant, but nothing really happens beyond that. You know, like I don't, I guess as a Yankee fan, I don't understand that mentality because we kind of tried, like they try to get people for us. Like we did, like I said, the the one trade that led to Correa <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> signing with the Twins was really bad. But you know, the Yankees are in first place. They're up by six and a half. They've won ninety games. They're looking okay going into the playoffs. So what's it like being on that end? Because, you know, I always tell people about this. When we did our trade deadline show last season, mm-hmm. and you came in after the Rockies <laughs> did absolutely nothing to do anything, and you just didn't even know what to say.
0: Right. Yeah. I, it's the same way now. And, I mean, Chris Bryant, the, for now, it's for sure the Rockies went out and said, we don't want to have a season without a superstar. We're going to sign him. And Chris Bryant sat there and said, I'm going to go. I think Chris Bryant realized, I I think he's still going to contribute. And when the the little we've seen of Chris Bryant this year, he's been a good baseball player. He's been able to, hasn't didn't have the power, but he was contributing and he was fine uh, when he played, but he, Rocky's got like 30, 40 games out of him this season, you Mm -hmm. know, in year one. And that's a seven year deal. It's a long deal. It's a huge commitment. It's a ton of money in when you're, Really should be full. The, the Rockies should have been doing the rebuild thing, especially at a time when the Dodgers are at an all time juggernaut status. It's okay if the Rockies are bad, but now we got what's what are you going to do with all the Rockies? Have a, a slog of outfield prospects and all these young outfielders that haven't really panned out either, but you still need that depth. It did. It, 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 why Chris Bryant over Nolan Arenado? Why was the organization's fascination with Chris Bryant? Because the Rockies have loved Chris Bryant for a long, long time. They yeah. even, I think, I think there's was even some talks of a, of trying to flip, uh, but with the Cubs and and uh, to get Bryant and flip for Nolan at some stuff. But uh, it just doesn't make sense in the grand scheme of things. Yes, I was excited. I mean, it was you know, it's it's a good thing that the Rockies can go out and get one of the biggest names in free agency. Right. That is exciting. But I wanted them to do that when they had Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story. And I wanted them to go out and, and convince these pitchers that you can come and pitch at Coors Field. Go spend that money to, to, to get these people that want to come and play here. I, I, I think it was it was a brand saver. It was to get people in the seats because they did not want to face really the first season ever of no true superstar. And we didn't even get him that much this year. So, all in all, I mean, I there's it's it's encouraging that the Rockies front office went out and got the big name. But right. really, truly, deep down, was it is it the best move for the Rockies in this situation? No. It's it, the Rockies should have offloaded Trevor Story and John Gray at the deadline. They should have rebuilt the prospects there. They should have offloaded CJ Crone and Jose Iglesias and 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 all of these players at the deadline because right now what the rockies are doing they're playing all the prospects right now in this rockies game they're playing against the giants they actually just called up their number two prospect ezekiel tovar which is supposed to be he's supposed to be the next big shortstop yeah but um all the prospects are playing you know the, iglesia's been injured at crones finished up decently but i mean it's it's just the team it'd be i'd feel better if it was the full, if I knew that this was the rebuild, that we're just going to be bad because we're we're going with the young guys, we're giving them the experience instead of let's go out and spend this money on Chris Bryant. Why weren't you willing to spend that money and do that before? And why aren't you willing to spend that money and invest and in, and in, and in, in like analytics into your team as well? This team doesn't embrace analytics like others. team. There's so many other areas that the Chris Bryant thing could have gone for, but. On the absolute flip, am I excited for Chris Bryant in 2023 and what he can bring for the team? Absolutely. I hope it's a full bounce-back year and we get someone that hits – because if his power comes in and he can pair with some of this, it's great. But I just think the Rockies are we're not in the position really where it made the most sense, but – it's, it's also not a bad thing for the young prospects, the future hopeful future of the Rockies, to be led by a World Series champion and MVP. I, I, I think that's uh, another thing. And maybe it'll be two MVPs when the Rockies go and spend $300 and, uh, and uh, get Aaron Judge. Let's, uh, let's kind of take a quick little look at the postseason, where the Yankees are headed, and just kind of uh, wrap up things here. But first, check this out. Stacey Gatsoulias, Paul Holden here, Locked On Podcast Network for you all here on a little locked on crossover. Uh we've been talking Aaron Judge to the Rockies. And and so let's let's put a bow on Judge here. Your take right now. It's end of September playoffs. Aaron Judge, Yankee in twenty twenty three. What do you think right now?
1: I don't know. i really don't i don't know um i do think it's really funny that tyler glass now of all people was on the chris rose podcast and he's basically like yeah the yankees need to back up a brinks truck and just give him all the money whatever he asks for just give it to him and i just thought that was so funny um oh god i'm so afraid that he's gonna go somewhere where i'm gonna have to hate him and i don't want that to happen
0: (laughs) uh, it's a it's an interesting feeling that was the whole Trevor story in the offseason it's just like there's like oh you know Dodgers like please oh we might be on the Cardinals and it's like please yeah (laughs) Yeah. for the love if Trevor story and Nolan are playing on the left side of an infield and not in purple I'm gonna have a conniption but I mean I I right now I think the Yankees are in the right I think they it's got to be at the top of their priority because I, I mean It was rough there for the Yankees going for for a little bit. But everyone – I was talking to some Yankees fans. Sky's falling. I think that, you know, Yankees fans, that can kind of happen to. A a little bad stretch, and it's all over now. But here they are, like you said, first place, six and a half games up. Aaron Judge has hit 60 home runs. Giancarlo Stanton is still a guy that hits nukes at the right time. They come back – I mean – the, the, a game like that against the Pirates, yes, it's the Pirates, but to come back from that many runs down in that situation, that's the type of wins you need at this point in the season.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Gleyber Torres is hitting again, which he's a very big key also. Um, guys are coming back. They're activating Zach Britton, which we didn't think he was going to come back all season. That's amazing that he's coming back this soon. You know, is it two, uh, Is it 2016 Zach Britton? Probably not, but just having that arm in the bullpen is a good sign. And, Luis Severino coming out on Wednesday night and pitching the way he did. He was on a limit, and he hit the limit. But, you know, Boone even said it after the game. He was like, yeah, we were hoping for like three or four, but he made it through five, and we were really happy with that. And, you know, he was hitting 97, 98, 99, looked good. So, you know, things are rolling at the right time. We'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, the Yankees were very – the beginning of the season was just weird. Like, no one expected them to do that well. And I thought – They'll probably even it out during the summer, but then they cratered instead. And that's why the sky is falling stuff was coming out from all the Yankee fans, because they went from really, really, you know, this is like the 98 team to this is like the 1990 team that was 67 and 95. Like, that's how they were playing at one point. So Mm -hmm. they've evened it out a little more now heading down the stretch. So. It's just been interesting to cover this team this season. Like, it's too much for me. I'm getting too old for this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's exciting and it's going to continue. I got to say, jealous that uh, our podcast all of postseason will be like, what if the Rockies were in the postseason, whereas the Yankees get there and the division? Remember, uh, Stacey, I don't know if you remember, the Rockies have never won the NL West. Wow. Wow. They have only made the playoffs times that they have made the playoffs. It is always there. one game away uh, in uh, when the tie, they had a tiebreaker. They lost to the Dodgers. Uh, was that in 18? I think it was 18 or nine, 17. I can't remember what it was. Yes. And, uh, but yeah, there's the, if you get sitting comfortably there and then the division lead is the Yankees as we sit in the bottom of the NL West. Uh, I will let you go, but uh, just uh, the last, the last thing, AL East, best base uh, division in baseball next year.
1: Um. Possibly, I mean, the Orioles are surprising the hell out of saying. Now that the Orioles are clicking (laughs) and and
0: they're going to be kind of like the Mariners were last season where they're just going to miss out. Yeah. I think the ALEs and and the Rays are always there. Yep. And and then, of course, Blue Jays are really exciting. Yankees are great. And you know the Red Sox ain't going to be sitting around Letting right. this this thing they're gonna they're gonna open up the the, the checkbook too I mean I'm
1: enjoying um, I, this now
0: <laughs> right but exactly. I know they're
1: not gonna be like that next year yeah and, 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 you know
0: Red Sox fans will say the same thing as the Yankees if the Yankees are down the Yankees ain't gonna sit down and, and at least not be in the fight to get things but I, I'm curious would you say that? yeah so ALE's possible best division of baseball next year
1: I would think so because they were the best division for a while you know, this mm-hmm. season, too. And I mean, when you look at all five teams and how they compete and how hard it is, you know, because when you look at certain divisions, like you said, how many games are the Rockies out? You know, the Red Sox 39. are only nine. Right. The, the Red Sox are only 15, 13, somewhere around there. So if you look at the divisions that way, where how far the last place team is from the first place team, the AL East is pretty good because they're all pretty bunched together.
0: Can't wait for the Rockies to not have to play the NL West a ton next year. I am yeah. uh, very much pro uh, the, the the things. And that means we get to do crossovers more uh, more frequently now that uh, we'll get to see Yankees and Red, uh, Rockies. I am about to say Red Sox just because it's automatic. <laughs> Yankees and Rockies more. That's the true rivalry people want to know more about there. But but Stacey, thank you so much. Uh, where can people go to stay up to date with all things uh, locked on Yankees?
1: Locked on Yankees, all one word on Twitter, no underscores or anything weird like that. Um, We're on Instagram, but I kind of forget to update that. Uh, But if you want to follow us on Instagram, same thing, locked on Yankees, all one word. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, Stace Gotts, because Stacey Gottsulius is too long. (laughs) (laughs)
0: and for rockies we're at lo rockies on twitter that's really our home base uh, locked on rockies on youtube and uh, if you want to follow me at paul holden 33 a lot of uh, rockies ramblings over there as well but uh, stacy thank you so much for your time and thank you all for making locked on your first listen of the day make sure that you go check out the locked on mlb podcast for your second listen of the day follow and make sure that you are checking us out on the socials. And hey, your subscription to the Locked On Rockies and Locked On Yankees YouTube channels are a massive, massive help to us. So if you wouldn't mind hitting that subscription button, telling your friends all about us as well, because we want to talk about your favorite teams each and every day. For Stacey Gatsoulias, I'm Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Podcast Network. Yeah.